Hey everyone, welcome to the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. We got a great one for you today. Joining us on the show once again will be Franklin. He is one of the top seven owners of Board Ape Yacht Club NFTs based on the number held. And since the last time we had him on, there has been so much going on in the world of Board Apes and Yuga Labs. So we will dive all into that. We'll also talk about some news and headlines and play the Sweet 16 in our NFT bracket challenge later on. We'll also talk about a contest with a giveaway for $1,000 in Ethereum. So stay tuned throughout the whole episode for a code that you can use for more entries into that contest. This is The Roadmap. All right. What's up, everyone? Chris here. I am so excited about today's show, this episode of The Roadmap. Before we get kicked off here, I want to give a shout out to today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by FTX US, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs no transaction or withdrawal fees. You can use your phone or computer. The FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. You can find out more by clicking on the link in the description below and also pinned to the chat. So if you do not have an FTX account or want to learn more, follow along with that link. And again, shout out to FTX for sponsoring today's episode. Without further ado, let me go ahead and bring on my co-host, Benzinga's own, Brian Moore. Brian, what's going on, buddy? Howdy. <clears throat> a little little under the weather today, but um, I think that's just, you know, the, the time of the year. Everyone's allergies in East Tennessee, who will get you? Oh, pond. yeah. But it's, I'm excited for today's show for sure. It's that time of year. Yeah, we we have a great week this week, Brian. I mean, we had Cool Cats on yesterday, right? Evan, one of the co-founders. Such a cool dude. Such a cool dude. We got a ton of information. I mean, it was really cool to hear, you know, the breakdown of how they're building out the IP, creating a whole brand on Cool Cats, right? It's not just the NFT. They're going to, you know, use it for publishing, consumer products, media, et cetera. And also a really cool talk of, you know, hearing about making like some plushies and some items to pull kids in to the NFT ecosystem. I was super excited to tell my kids last night, hey, somewhere down the line, there's going to be cool cat stuffed animals. They were super (laughs) excited. Um, So again, a shout out to Evan for yesterday's show. Before we get into today's show, if you missed yesterday's episode, make sure you go back and watch that again. So many nuggets there from Evan in that interview. But also we announced a giveaway. So I just dropped that link in the chat. There it and, is. And uh, I, I want to stress that there are a couple ways to enter this contest, right? So we read through them yesterday. Uh, I'll go through a couple again. I mean, visit us on YouTube, visit us on Facebook, follow Benzinga on Twitter, enter the Discord, watch the interview yesterday. And then also there's this thing that says enter our YouTube code and you get five additional entries. If you're looking for that code, we did give it away yesterday, but I'll share it again on today's episode because I'm feeling generous today, Brian. And I'm excited about this episode, but I'm not going to share it until the end, right? Because we want everyone to tune in. We want everyone to hear what Franklin has to say about, you know, Mm -hmm. Yuga Labs and Bored Apes, because I feel like it's just so important. We got education. We got opinions, thoughts. So I'm super excited. So again, click on that link, enter that giveaway, and we will be giving the code out a little bit later on. Brian, what do you think? Should should we... uh, should, should we talk about Franklin for a minute? Uh, anyone who didn't tune in the last time, I mean, he is a one of the top board ape holders. Last time he was, yeah, last time he was on, the number was in the 30s. It was like 36 or 37. Well, guess what? He's got more. 
He is now the owner of 41 board apes. He is a top seven holder. We also had that, you know, I don't know if anyone heard of ApeCoin, right? There was that claim on ApeCoin. That little old thing. Yeah, and, and he he got a bunch of it, right? And we're going to hear about how that went and what he did with it and what he thinks about ApeCoin in the future. So, Brian, I think without further ado, we should uh, bring on the man himself so we can hear from Franklin. So, ladies and gentlemen, viewers, listeners, I'm so excited to welcome back to the Roadmap Franklin. Franklin, how are you doing today? Hey, what's up, Chris? What's up, Brian? I'm doing well. How about y'all? Doing great. We're, we're so excited to, to have you back on, right? I mean, the last time we had you on, it was really cool to hear from someone, you know, who had owned so many board apes, had been in the project early, you know, had that background information, you know, and followed the story along the way, right? I mean, obviously, we talk about board ape and Yuga Labs a lot. But to get someone on who really has that personal vested interest can sometimes help, right? Provide the story, provide education. So we're excited to welcome you back. I know we may have picked up some viewers and listeners along the way um, that didn't tune into that last interview, which if they didn't, I would recommend they go back. But Franklin, for anyone who's not familiar with you, just give us a little bit of background of yourself and your uh, history with NFTs and crypto. Sure. Um, so yeah, the the previous interview I did has some really good information, so I definitely would um, encourage watching that too. I got into NFTs, um, long story short, around uh, 13 or so months ago at the beginning of March of 2021 with NBA Top Shot. That was what we call the peak of their market. Um, I had a sort of a crypto background and just looking, just interested in doing things like prediction markets or just, you know, buying ethereum bitcoin just um we're trading stocks nothing nothing major no large sums of money relative to what you know what's going on now but um i started a social media account just to follow um you know mostly the political side of things and then i just use the same account to follow crypto accounts um benzinga was probably one of them and um then i use my love for sports and basketball as well that tied with Top Shot. And so that really blew up as far as my just research and interactions with people on social media. It wasn't that I was doing things to get a following. It was just more of a learning experience, trying to learn you know, how to get to this NFT market. Um, Top Shot also taught me pretty much the definition of NFTs and why they're important, how they're unique and um, you know unchangeable. They're there forever for us to hold on to for our kids and grandkids. And I thought that was really important um, to collect digital assets. Um, I wasn't a collector beforehand, but I, I thought having crypto and digital assets, you know, in that manner was going to be the future. Um, a lot of the people that I followed on Top Shot, you know, they it wasn't like, you know, I was a big collector or had a big name, but I, you know, took their advice and would always try to engage in discussions, low-level discussions. Um, one night about, well, exactly, um, 11 months ago, April 30th, 2021, the uh, Board Apes, I think they had their reveal of their mint. So they had been minting for a few days. Um, didn't, it wasn't on my radar at all. I uh, just was aware of the CryptoPunk profile picture, which was way out of reach for me, price in terms of price. And I didn't think, you know, I'd ever be able to afford one. So a lot of the people I follow on Top Shot changed their profile pictures to apes and were sharing it, reflecting it. And I thought it was pretty, pretty decent art. Um, didn't really know much about, you know, the roadmap or what was behind it. But eventually by that night, um, by the morning of May 1st, I was compelled to go mint three of them. So I minted three. That was my first time ever minting uh, an FT on, on Ethereum, on, you know, on MetaMask. So I was on my phone uh, minting and browsing, trying to figure out what to do. <laughs> this is all, all this is brand new. It's pretty much secondhand. Uh, to a lot of people probably watching right now. But yeah, I minted my first three NFTs. I had to pay gas. Didn't really know what that, that meant as far as like how much extra I had to pay. Um, you know, I wrote it down as far as for uh, accounting and, and tax purposes. You know, I had to figure out, okay, I paid this much and like, you know, where does this go? So it was, it was very tedious and um, just finally got, somehow got through it. Later that night, you know, I was probably going back and forth between Top Shot and um, Twitter. Uh, just the the project board apes just blew up that night and going into the morning of May first, 
Um, they sold out. I didn't think I had enough money to like bring in to buy anymore. So I just kind of like sat still and, you know, wanted to see what happened. Then I caught wind of OpenSea in the secondary market and um, how sales are flying. So I pretty much stayed up all night um, on Twitter trying to, you know, follow what's going on, hop in Discord. And then I went on a, a serious buying spree. I loaded up my wallet with about probably like 15 or 20 ETH, um, pretty much all I had that was liquid at the time. And the floor price of the apes were 0.2, 0.3 ETH. So a lot, a lot different from today. And so bit. I bought about a dozen or so apes and I bought my gold fur ape because I you know, did a lot of studying and research on the rarities. Finally, I got, you know, figured out what the properties were and all that. So just all this learning on the fly for the first time. Um, it, you know, I eventually ended up with 30 that first, by in the first day, I, I remember I tweet, I tweeted about it. And so ever since I've kept between 25 and 30, just really ramped it up this year in 2022. I know the prices are very high, but just got fortunate with, uh, with some lucky trades and the, now the eight point drop, but yeah, it was, um, it's been a fun ride. I mean, you know, extremely lucky to have my first sort of serious NFT, um, other than top shot, but the, you know, the first one I really did and put in, um, put in money for, for on the Ethereum blockchain actually turn out this well, but it just shows how, um, how, how, how well the team had executed. And, um, I had believed in them from the early days just because of just, um, the simple, you know, the artwork, the storyline, even things like going to the bathroom and writing on the wall. It was just, you know, they introduced utility to, to owning NFTs and made, made us feel like we belong in a, in a club that was, you know, Either, either, you know, we could find people with similar backgrounds as us or, or people, you know, totally different experiences from all over the world. But we had this one common fun interest and, um, you know, a ton of a ton of Twitter momentum, too. So, yeah, that's my that's my story of sort of how I got into NFTs. And now I'm just you know here for the ride. Awesome. Well, Rockin last on. time we had you on, you owned, I think, 36 or 37 board apes. Uh, you own more now, but before you got to the more that you own now, we had this little action that happened, right? We had the mm -hmm. launch of ApeCoin, which there was an allocation that was claimable by Board Ape holders. So you got news that you were able to claim ApeCoin. Uh, my first question, did you claim all of that ApeCoin right away, first thing that morning, or was it, you know, a, a slow process, or was it all that first day? How how did you approach this? That's a good question. It was um, I never had that much money thrown in my face at one time, so <laughs> I just took it and ran. Um, I didn't sleep that night. Eight thirty a.m. Log on to website. So uh, I got the number here. Three hundred. Well, it was eight thirty. Eventually, it was eight thirty-five a.m. when I did it. Three hundred ninety-three thousand. 452 ape coin that's worth uh worth, i hate seeing this number so 5.5 million now but um wow i uh, had to run an errand so i put i put a lot of that before i um sold it all i sold a little bit of it so i could um put it into the liquidity pool and earn some fees from heavy trading because i knew it was only a big day had no idea how the price yeah, was going to react it was going between you know six and nine dollars most of the mornings so when i got back home I was like, you know, I'll take it at eight, nine dollars and, you know, we'll go from there. Obviously, you know, it's, it's a lot more. It's worth a lot more now. There's definitely, you know, life changing money. Um, yeah, you didn't you didn't lose. We'll yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's a reward for, you know, waiting so long. I could have easily yeah. had that much money just selling, hitting, hitting four buttons, selling four apes, you know. Um, well, more, more than four, you know, maybe like seven or eight apes. But um it allowed me to sort of, you know, actually, and you know, you know, have money and have pull pull out money from my ETH wallet, you know, large sums of money to just um, be more secure financially in case there is some sort of serious downturn in the empty market. So then I don't feel too bad about um, holding so many apes. Um, you know, I always got questions on Twitter when I had. Well, I've always had this many, you know, 30 or more, but they're like, you know, Franklin, go ahead, sell, sell one, get a hundred thousand or 50,000, sell, sell one here and get, you know, 150,000 when the floor price is up there and then floor price will drop and you get a lot of um, memes and, uh, you know, funny, funny, snarky comments about we're all going to zero, you know, or Franklin, you know, why are you, why are you flipping for, for uh, this much money when you could make this much money selling them? Like, you know, that's. I sort of had an inherent belief in the project 
Um, last time we talked, we, we discussed the um, speculation of Bitcoin. I had no idea it was going to turn out like this, but I, I owed it to myself for um, believing in the project so long to at least see what would happen with Apecoin before I made any moves. And since it increased my net worth, I don't really need to make any you know, serious moves with letting go of any apes. And we're still, you know, even with all those announcements, we'll, we'll talk, we'll get into later, we're still so early on the roadmap that yep. <laughs> I, I sort of owe it to myself to like keep this, keep this journey going. Yeah, and I mean, I think you got some of those comments probably even in the chat the last time we did this interview. You know, when people hear how much board apes are worth, especially your your gold fur one, right? I think that's that's an easy question for people, not you watching from the sidelines can ask, right? Hey, mm -hmm. how come you don't just sell? And I think it's the same with anything, right? Same with the stock market, with other assets. I mean, even someone who has a house, right? That's appreciated a ton in value. You know, why don't you sell and take profits? And I mean, it's it's everyone's own opinion and beliefs. So, I mean, shout out to you for having that, you know, that, that validation now with ApeCoin um, and just that belief in the project and the team. So, I mean, we're happy for you. Um, my, my question for you is, you know, oh, one, one more thing just to ahead. clarify. I had, so at the time of the ApeCoin, I had 38 apes. Um, I bought three more since. Yeah, I was going to say you're so going to hit my next question is yeah. you took some ApeCoin and you ended up buying, you know, some some additional board apes. So my question for you is, you know, why why that decision? Maybe more validation just in board apes overall versus the coin. Yeah. Um, so the floor price had dipped to about seventy five ETH immediately because everybody claimed the coin, so it just subtracted yep. the value of the ape that they just bought, um, or subtracted the value of the coins they just claimed from the ape they just bought and sold it and got you know all their money back, or was scared that they were going to undercut. And then, then it was, you know, I, then it kind of rose up to the mid 80s. And I figured, um, you know, that was really, you know, positive bullish signal in terms of people still want the apes, even though um, they, the coin's gone because this just showed, you know, the rollout of the coin just showed how strong of a brand Yuga Labs is. So I knew that it would attract more ape buyers. So I, um, you know, as a normal person would when they have so much money at one time, so much ETH at least, uh, just <laughs> start spending it. Um, you know, it was a, always a goal of mine. Um, well, it was a goal of mine to hit 30 and then, uh, 36 was my next one because you can make like nice little square, pretty collages with it. Then, um, I remember one night I like randomly tweeted 41, <laughs> 41 apes. Like I was half asleep, but I think I was in my head looking at the, um, how many, ape, how many people had the most apes. So there at the time I was ninth. The next highest person had 40. So I was like, okay, if I get to 41, then I go into eight. Um, I ended up getting in seventh because I think that person lowered the ape count. And then the ape DAO has been selling apes. The FTX uh, marketplace has been, you know, kind of dispersing their apes. So whoever won the 101 ape auction has sort of dispersed them. So that's what pushed me into, into seventh place. Um, at the time, I got 41. So I don't really have a need or desire to get any more. I could get one, but you know, to make a nice even in the 42. But I want that one to be a special, you know, a special meaningful one to me, not just picking one up the floor. Um, so I, you know, now I can actually afford a, the actual semi-rare ape if, if the right one comes up. If not, I'm not in any rush. What I was sort of in a rush in, and this is just, um, obviously this is just speculation and me thinking um, this has nothing to do with what's actually going to happen. This is my train of thought. I thought that, um, I could earn more ApeCoin by staking my NFTs without having to own any ApeCoin to begin with. So if I have at 30, if I had 38 apes, um, no Ethereum in the wallet, no ApeCoin in the wallet, there could be a way I could stake them and start accruing ApeCoin. And there's no proposal for that now in the DAO, but maybe maybe the um, ApeCoin holders will, you know, bring that up and maybe try to benefit mutants and apes and dog owners. So I wanted to at least sort of get more apes just in case something like that happens. Um, there's been speculation of a land sale coming up. Uh, we can get into that later, but maybe with more apes, I get more land. So at least if I don't get ape coin from having more apes, I can get more other bonuses like land. I mean, you know, we're still so early. We didn't know that when we had the apes, I would get 30 something dogs when they came out. We didn't know how to get that many mutant serums. So, you know, I just trust the team to to reward the holders 
and reward holders with multiple apes. And now it's sort of focused on what will Yuga Labs do for my ape NFT holdings as opposed to what would ApeCoin do for it? Because I feel like, you know, at least with the proposals and with the with the mechanism that they point now, I pretty much got rewarded, you know, to the max for that. Um, so now I'm holding the apes for future airdrops, future utility. Yeah, so <clears throat> somebody mentioned in the chat, uh, they asked uh, what was the first ape that you uh, you got? But I actually want to mm -hmm. kind of change that question a little bit. Okay. I want to know what the first ape that you uh, actually bought, not minted, but actually bought on your own uh, whenever you first started this whole journey. What was the first one that you purchased on the secondary market? Good question. Let me, um, I've done so many trades, but I can pull it up on OpenSea right now. But while I'm pulling it up, yeah, the first three apes that I minted were um, 6603, 6604, 6605. That was me just you know looking on Twitter, seeing people you know flex their minted apes. And so I went to get it in before they sold out. And, you know, I was, you know, a little over halfway in there because I was 6,000. So I got in there pretty safe. Now, 6605, you see, has a pizza mouth. So I thought I was the real deal. <laughs> you know, I thought I won the lottery because I, once I looked at the rarities of the pizza map, I was like, wow, this might be worth like a bajillion dollars right out the gate. Um, those apes now hold serious sentimental value to me because they're the first three apes I ever had. 6604 yeah. actually sold. Um, probably in May, late May, I needed some liquidity and I got desperate and I was like, you know what, let's get rid of that. And then the next day um, I found the owner of the ape because he created a Twitter profile, named it Board Ape 6604 and it just felt, it stung me in the heart because I'm like, <laughs> that's my ape, that's not yours. So I DM'd him, asked him to buy it back and we didn't really agree on price and then he listed it like double the floor and then one day I had a nice sale on another project and um, bought it back. So the first ape I bought, um, May 1st um, at 6, 12 a.m. Eastern time, um, board ape number uh, 1641. So I bought that. <laughs> I bought that for 0.14 ETH. <laughs> Dang. I sold it on May 2nd. At, I mean, I'm sorry. I bought it on May 1st at 6, 12 a.m. Sold it on May 1st at 7, 26 p.m. for 0.2979. So I doubled, I doubled my money within uh, you know, a day. <laughs> and so I Crazy. thought that was the best thing ever because I, I there was no other stock, no other crypto coin, no top shot moment that could give me double the return. This is the first yeah. time I looked at this in like <clears throat> ages, looking at my history. Um, so yeah, point. That's I, I think that's the cheapest I've ever paid for ape. Now that I see it, I think I bought one more for point one four. Yeah, so that's one point one four is the cheapest uh, price I purchased for an ape at, at the time, according to EtherScan. ETH was $2,947. So it was relatively close to what it is now. So yeah. imagine me not buying an ape and just stacking ETH the whole time. I would have made, you know, today, from, from May 1st until today, I would have increased my net worth by, you know, 10%. Yeah, or, if, you know, yeah like 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> kind of speaking on the net worth and going back to ApeCoin, what is your outlook on ApeCoin in general? Are you like really bullish on, uh, on ApeCoin? And what do you think uh, the role it's going to play in the you know, Yuga Labs and all this, the whole ecosystem in general? Yeah, it's absolutely not financial advice. Obviously, I sold too early. Um, so now I've been trying to catch up. And We are both holders I, as well. For yeah, Bitcoin. not financial you know, advice. Yeah, I own some uh, Bitcoin. Brian does. You know, Franklin does. But yeah. the, It's one of those that I'm going to hold for a while, yeah. personally. I, I I'm I, I definitely appreciate any ApeCoin fan as a holder of all these apes. I really, you know. It's, it's amazing to see people without any NFTs still want to buy into the ecosystem. That's just, you know, that part I never thought would ever happen. Um, but, you know, I can feel the old, the old not old, but the pre-NFT Franklin tendencies kick in. When I start trading coins like these, I will buy it and then just frantically watch the price. Um, yeah. You know, it's not, it's not, it's, to me, it's not healthy. So I've gotten, you know, as time has past with you know me knowing how much I sold it for and looking at the price action there's ways I can sort of suck it up and just buy the dip let, let the price go up for some hype and then and sell it you know if for some reason I buy it and lose a little bit of money it's like I have to check myself and realize you know I got extremely fortunate with what I started out with with a point that uh, I can afford to to take some losses now we had the merch drop and I think there was a lot of 
price action there, a lot of buying. Um, and then once the drop happened, the price went down. So it's kind of, you know, sort of kind of pre, pre, predetermined what the, what's going to happen by, by the actions of the team. Um, so I think, you know, hype sort of such as the other side video or even a release date or something that comes out that could, um, inside, you know, induce somebody like me to go invest in the coin a little bit more and, um, until it's time to use it. And then, you know, if I have, if it's better off for me to make money from it by selling it, I'll do it instead of using it. But, um, there's in terms of like actual physical utility, there's a lot of NFT projects that are going to take ApeCoin. It seems like, you know, a lot of people are just accepting of the coin and how easy it is to, you know, send from one person to another. And by, by incorporating it, it, it brings more people into the ecosystem. I believe this is just my opinion that when they build the, um, in real life club in Miami, the board ape team, um, or Yuga, whoever builds that, there'll probably be a lot of eight point utility in terms of buying merch, buying, uh, food, buying drinks. So there will be a lot of transactions going on down there. And, um, <laughs> that still remains the most exciting thing for me, just being able to see people in person at the club. So that's like the, when I think of eight point, it's like the first thing, I <clears throat> like, you know, me going uh, somewhere and going shopping and paying with ApeCoin, I think that's pretty cool. Now there's going to be blockchain video games that maybe ApeCoin is distributed in, or you may use ApeCoin to upgrade your character or something. Um, and then the other side, the, um, that little teaser they had, and also the um, rumored land sale could be, could have some ApeCoin utility in there. Did you buy any merch yet? No, um, they gave us till tomorrow night as then I think tonight was deadline. Actually, I did. So I, I yeah. bought. Um, Ooh. I just looked at the site and I can't get in because I'm not a holder, but I might have Ryan uh, McMurray Logan let me uh, buy with them. Ryan, if you're watching, boy up. I'll I heard there was a, a pretty cool blanket. And what was the other? There was a soccer couple, jersey. Like, so, a soccer so bought, jersey. Yeah. So as soon as 12 o'clock hit uh, Monday, I bought a soccer jersey and a blanket. That was the only two things I had to my cart. I had to click a lot of buttons to get the payment through and it went through. So I got the email confirmation email. That's like, okay. Um, I had moved ape, an ape and a mutant to my hot wallet. So I moved ape and a mutant to another hot wallet. And I was like, let's try this again because it wouldn't let me recheck out from the old wallet. Once um, they only gave us a one checkout limit at the time. Now, now we have two, but at the time we only had one. So I had to go quickly switch over and nothing was saying it was sold out. So I kept clicking and trying to add everything at the same time. Um, so I tried to pay for everything at once. It's a lot of ape coin, two of each item. I uh, sent the money out, but no, got no confirmation. Um, that has been that has since been resolved. Uh, we I still didn't get the confirmation, but I got the money back. So the team was really great, you know, grateful. Or I'm really grateful for the team for being nice enough to send refund people's money who whose orders didn't go through. So that that means they gave us extra day to um, you know redo this thing over again. Obviously, the price of eight points changed, but not too drastically. Um, so you know, it's, it's personal decision for anybody who wants to try to buy it again. But a lot of those limited edition items probably have sold out. I haven't checked the website. I'm kind of nervous. I'm, I'm sure the hats have sold out, which is a bummer because um, I, I would at least want some more hats. So, but I did get the soccer jersey and the rug. So I can't like you know it's like a it's like a wash. Right? I got the most rare items. Yeah, if you uh, had to pick, I, I like, feel like those are the ones. Yeah. yeah. So uh, maybe I'll catch some hats on eBay. I I uh, currently just uh, well I don't know if I should say this, but yeah, I have the OG red and black hat i just you know i never want to wear them or even take them out the house since my snatches off my head that's it that's oh like, yeah you know a few dozen of those out there so um i'm, I'm sure someone would too <laughs> like i wouldn't wear it to an nftla or nyc it was, it was definitely a thought to go wear it but i'm like you know there's other things i could wear to show off you know you know uh, yeah. ownership of apes if i really if i really want to do that what do you think about the release of the trailer for the other side? What was your reaction to that? Yeah, that was, uh, that was quite interesting because a, a leaked version had come out <laughs> that night. And I had no idea where it came from. I was just minding my own business on Twitter. And then, boom, that video comes out. And it's not from Yuga. I'm like, what kind of, what kind of mess is this? And then Yuga tweets it out. And they changed um, a couple characters in there. And I think what the focus was, mainly, at least me following Twitter chatter, was the characters in those... Um, in the in that video which was like world of women toads uh punks of course me bits um i think there was a noun in there but not anymore a cool cat you know cool cat spotted in the wild i didn't know it was a cool cat because i've never seen a 3d cool cat <laughs> so i didn't know what that was 
Um, so all those projects pumped that same night and it sort of ApeCoin. So I thought, you know, I, I had a decent amount of ApeCoin at that time. And I was like, you know, let's pump it up, pump it up. <laughs> so, and that, and that mutant looked very familiar to one of my apes. Uh, I don't have a number, but one of the apes, one of my apes has a pink hair with the toga. Um, but it's actually, a, 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 that mutant is actually a real mutant that was minted. It's not related to any OG ape. But it, I just recognized those two traits. So I thought, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, I initially thought, see that 305 on the, it was next to the BAYC at the, at the arch of the door. I, I thought 305 in Miami. So I wasn't really paying attention to, yeah, right there. I wasn't paying attention to like the rest of the movie. I'm like, oh, that means, you know, we're just, this is how Miami's going to look. We're just going to be, we're going to have like a porch outside. We're going to be sitting, fishing somewhere and uh, we'll be drinking some serum, um, you know, serum that doesn't contain any illegal substances, of course. Uh, so, um, of course. I, I thought that was like, you know, just seeing that, I, I feel like I have an idea of what the Miami club would look like. So I think I tweeted that out and everybody's like, no, no, this is the other, this is their land sale, this is the other side. So um, we'll see. I, I don't really know like what, <laughs> what products or what they're selling from this video. It just seems like, you know, maybe it's a fun little, just a little movie teaser. or fun adventure. Yeah. So um, I honestly have no idea what the other side's going to look like, um, but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm still waiting for the in real life club. I'm just ready to go mm -hmm. <laughs> be an actual yeah. board ape. I, I love the fact that, yeah, this trailer comes out and like people who own board apes, people who own the other projects, uh, you know, people like Brian and I who know NFTs, but you know, don't own board apes people who don't own NFTs, like everyone's just excited. They're watching this and then everyone just starts speculating like, hey, this is what this means. This is what that means. And like, I feel like the team does such a good job of like teasing things, but not giving it away and leaving a lot of like open-ended where it could lead to other things. And I mean, I just feel like that's full of excitement. Um, you, you mentioned land sales a little bit and that's something that's, you know, been out there we had a possible uh leaked slide deck that talked about some land sales um you know so there's a lot of information out there but what's your your thought on land sales how will that work and then also do you think that uh apecoin or ethereum is going to be the the crypto of choice for land good question so yeah i'm just reading i'm just watching that video it says see you on the other side in april so we have you know they hit the q1 deadline for uh, apecoin there, I'm assuming we're gonna hit the April deadline for other side, so we got a 30 day window coming up. Um, so we actually see what this means, but yeah, it could be um, in two days. To... I mean, technically, yeah. it could be in two days, it could be this people... weekend, Franklin. <laughs> people were buying apes in Q1 on January 1st, thinking they'll get ApeCoin, and the price went up. You know, we did the show, it went up to like 120 ETH. So, so everybody be careful, you know, make sure you know April is April 1st through 30th, but yeah, it'll be nice if it came out Friday. <laughs> um, but yeah, about the land sale, first of all, we have to ask ourselves, is the other side the land sale? And I, I don't have an answer. I'm not even going to begin to speculate that I'm going to be getting some free land on April 1st, and they're going to announce this project for the other side on April 1st. I, you know, it could be two totally separate things. The land sale could be in May, June, July, August. You know, I just have to be patient and hold on to my apes to make sure I don't paper hand. Um, but also, you'd be smart about <laughs> how I use them. Um, so we have the pitch deck that came out, I think um, a couple of days before ApeCoin came out, there was some leaked slides from the pitch deck and then the actual pitch deck got leaked the night that the other side video got leaked and also officially released. So the pitch deck um, sort of confirmed what was in those leaked slides. What I would say is that nothing in those leaked slides um, gave any sort of hint as to how much ApeCoin we're gonna get. So they, they do a good job, like you say, of Keeping things under wraps. So why would the land sale or the other side be different? Why would we know what's coming beforehand? So the pitch deck could be a total smoke screen to what they're actually doing now. But uh, you know, let's just play the game. If if uh, what they're doing is actual land sale, it's really um, one of you know probably the first of its kind for an NFT project. I know we have Sandbox and Decentraland, but a, um, a land, a actual full separate metaverse from the board ape team would be revolutionary to the NFT space because um, this land that they say they have, maybe the other, the other side trailer is proof of it. They are willing to partner with any other NFT project um, of your choice. So you, so you can you can use the Yuga land. 
And um, that sort of unifies the entire NFT community as opposed to people siphoning off land, you know, in their sandbox or Decentraland, you know, as we go along, or individuals having land. I think we all are approaching this this drop um, as a community and, you know, NFT community-wide effort. So there will be a lot of collaborations, I feel like, between projects, between um, individual holders and their own NFTs. Maybe uh, somebody with a board ape and somebody with a toad might make two different avatars. They'll have a toad uh, model and the board ape model. And one day there'll be a board ape, one day there'll be a toad. But they'll get to use it in the same metaverse. I got a feeling that, um, you know, land will be a premium based off proximity. So if uh, the board apes teams have their own land within new labs, the land around them might be at a premium, as we saw in Sandbox. If a certain NFT influencer, um, not talking about me, I don't have any influence. But I was going to say, are people going to want land, land around yeah. you, Franklin? Like. <laughs> Um, if I if I if I treat my hand like my ape coin, I'm gonna have no land by uh, April second. So <laughs> okay, if you buy land next to me, it's not gonna matter. Down, it's, it's, on, it's on you. Love it. I, but, I um, mean, we go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So if I have enough, if I'm stacking up on apes or mutants and dogs, I have bought some dogs lately. Um, that gives me more land. That's that's definitely you no. Know, I definitely appreciate that as another benefit of holding apes and another strong case for them. What other project out there of that magnitude gives you that high visibility of land? Um, so it'll be interesting to see how much money they make from it, how much money people spend on this land. And is there going to be like a hierarchy like in real life where certain land is worth more than the others? Um, there's a lot going on. And I think Franklin... we're just going to shit ton. That, that leads into the next question. Uh, you know, something we saw in the sandbox was like land by Snoop Dogg, right? Was that a premium? Mm -hmm. So we have all these celebrities who own board apes who might have land, you know, in this metaverse. So my, my question is, you know, we talk all the time about celebrities who own NFTs. There's a lot in board ape. But since we last talked, one of the people that aped in was Madonna. And now normally I feel like this wouldn't be, you know, a huge deal, right? There's already celebrities in, there's already artists in, but she bought, um, if we can pull up uh, the original here, if she bought um, a board ape right there, we've got an orange background, we, we've got a cigarette in mouth. And then after she bought it, her team or her or whoever played a little Photoshop and they changed it. So now we have a blue background. Yes, I want this We one. have different eyes and no cigarette. So, I mean, Franklin, you talked right away when you first started buying Bored Apes, you recognized the value of traits and rarity and scarcity. What do you think of Madonna making these changes here? I mean, is that is that completely uncalled for or is she able to do that because she bought the original NFT? Excellent, excellent question because I didn't get into that whenever... Um... I sort of gave my intro. Hopefully I said it in the last video, but one of the things that made me more, more bullish on apes than any other project or just bullish in general was after I, you know, bought a lot, started reading the roadmap, looking, doing some research, um, the, the freedom and the commercial rights that they gave us as ape hunters was unprecedented compared to other projects. Um, and, you know, I, I was the only one that saw that, you know, immediately people started making derivatives of their apes, um, up to and you know, including or even past change in background color. If you bring your apes to 3D, there's no background color. You can't you can't have like a like my um, gold ape has a gray background color. You're not going to see a 3D version of my ape with like a go a, a gray you know screen <laughs> a screen behind it because the background has to be gray. So if you just delete the background, it's almost like changing trait technically. So that logic could spread to other traits. So I think with all that, if you, if you have commercial rights to an ape with seven traits, you, you can you probably nobody's gonna care if you change that one to the background. So the background is now a different color. I don't know that could be your favorite color. I am not, you know, I when I saw this ape, I thought that was her ape. I didn't even know it was orange, so it didn't mean much to me. So now we go down to the cigarette. I mean, it's clearly, uh, in you know, forty years ago, fifty, sixty years ago. A cigarette in the mouth would be a more of a flex than, than now. So um, you don't, you know, I I don't have a cigarette in my mouth for the for the ape that I got. 
so it could have there, there's also like that imaging and making sure you know your brand is on par with who you are and what you stand yeah, Madonna smoking <laughs> exactly and then the eyes I mean you know I'm not a makeup artist maybe Madonna likes uh certain eye colors <laughs> eye makeup so and so all the other traits she was pr pr probably pretty cool with um so I think that having those rights allows us to change the way it looks now we're going to you know you know, pray it doesn't happen, but obviously there can be a situation where um, you change a certain trait and it looks exactly like somebody else's ape. So I yeah. actually have Twitter threads. I made six Twitter threads of the six different pairings of apes, or six different sets of um, pairs or triplets or even quadruplets of apes that have a one trait difference. Oh. Um, the most, the most uh, you know, obvious one is when the, only the backgrounds are different. So two of my apes, 752 and 1050 um they have the same this exact same ape uh yeah it's uh the fourth and the fifth ape on that collage you know the exact same ape but they just have different background color and okay. i thought that was um you know not not into, i'm not like an ip lawyer i wasn't getting any of that i just thought it was cool to collect a twin ape twin apes because you can make plenty of stories behind them um just even the fact the lore of the ape club why why is there why is there a picture of the same ape twice you know is it like are they really twins? Is it the same name? You know, did they party too hard that they forgot that they took a picture? So they went back <laughs> to the picture. And all that was pretty cool to me. So I wanted to make sure early on that I collect the set of twins once I, you know, like I said, I did all this research on rarity and all these spreadsheets. Another thing about changing traits. So in general, I'm okay with changing traits. Just, you know, don't infringe on somebody else's ape and cause some sort of legal drama. But um, another um, thing that I noticed um, was during the there's a there was a Christie's auction, I think in Hong Kong. Um, I think it was called No Time Like Present, and a lot of uh, there were four suit apes for auction. They they had the suit trait. So, in honor of that auction, um, a lot of us dressed our ape. We photoshopped a suit onto our ape to sort of, you know, it's almost like you're dressing up for the auction, but it's, but then we're also celebrating the suit apes that are getting auctioned off. So it was, the hashtag was suits on for Christie's and um even other projects like um you know pudgy penguins or wicked craniums cool cats probably did it gutter cat they all dress up in their suits because it was such a historic moment that nfts were on the same par as high high art um so i did a one of my threads of the twin the twin apes um i did a thread you know that here are here are pairs of apes that the only thing different between them are the clothes. So even the background color was the same, just the clothes are different. And so I counted right before we got on uh, the air. I think I got 209 of those. So there's, um, you know, 209 total apes in which they either had at least, they had at least one other ape that had the same six traits except for clothes. So if you dress them in the same suit, they become literally the exact same ape because the background color is the same, all the other traits are the same, now the clothes are the same. So there is precedent of, people changing you know traits of their apes and flexing it on social media that's why i didn't think Madonna, what Madonna did was so um so crazy or anything like that I, I i respect what she did and she has the right to just spend all that money for the ape or Moonpay paid it and you know whoever whoever yeah. somebody had to spend some money to get that yeah ape. to be determined Moonpay was involved yeah. we don't know to what extent uh what about yeah. you know fur uh franklin so obviously we talked with you last time gold fur is you know one of the most rare traits do you have an ape with gold fur so mm -hmm. madonna doesn't have the right to just like change the fur color right and what if a celebrity you know was to try to make that change because that could really mess with rarities of some of these apes right yeah, that's a good um, that's a good point. I, I have a thread on, or you know, all the apes that are um, all the all the traits are the same except for fur color. So, if you change the fur, you would have the exact same ape as somebody else. And there's you know, a little over hundred of those. Um, I haven't really thought about you know how it would feel if everybody turned their fur color to gold, which was sort of um, when I saw everybody change their furs to suits. I was like, you know, that's great. But then I wonder how the suit apes will feel if all the apes yeah. look like them. And do so some of was, them not change it back? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's it kind of like, all right, well, you know, this is great for the community and I and I support it and nobody's you know, complaining. But at least we didn't have to do this for the gold. You know, at least I can sort of still flex my gold. You know, yeah. one day somebody might develop software to Photoshop the um, gold on there. 
I wouldn't have a problem with it. I still think the value of the NFT and the utility from it um, is what people will see the most as opposed to what the actual ape looks like. Um, but it does bring in a possibility of more of more ownership, more interest if they if they can just buy an ape just to be in the club and then they can dress their ape up however they want to. I, I, that's why I'm a proponent of that. Like they bought the ape, they have the rights to the ape and the traits. Um, they want to change a trait. Great, they want to change it to gold, that's great. But at least we got them in the club. You know, we, if they didn't have those um, rights, they didn't have that ability, they probably would have gone to another project or just, you know, sat out NFTs. Yeah. So anything that pumps my bags is uh, <laughs> positive for me. Not financial advice, of course, but yeah, great comment there. All right, yeah. over to Brian for a couple more questions here. <clears throat> um, so Yuga Labs uh, announced their uh, acquisition of MeBits and um, CryptoPunks. Mm -hmm. So they bought it from Larva Labs. Uh, what did you think about that whole transaction? And uh, we, we, I'm sorry, I just, everything just fell off my desk. Um, so what do you think about that whole transaction? And another addition to that question, we have uh, a kind of an ongoing thing about should these people who hold CryptoPunks and MeBits also get ApeCoin? My view on it is that it was already announced it would have been too hard to like send ApeCoin to these also uh, these other projects like CryptoPunks and MeBits, and they don't really fit into the canon of um, of Board Ape Yacht Club as a whole, but now they are part of their origin story in a, in a sense, or not a part of their origin story, but a part of the Yuga Lab story as a whole. But what's your thoughts on that whole debacle, that whole thing, and the acquisition? Yeah, so I was a um, big uh, sort of like, I guess, catalyst of put, pitting the two projects against each other early on. So mm -hmm. I remember I got enough dogs to sell to get a CryptoPunk. So then I got my feet in both sections just to say that apes are better. I had no idea that we'd even get within, you know, 30% of the CryptoPunk floor price. I mean, the, right. the CryptoPunks hit 150 ETH around the time Mutants came out. Um, the apes were probably 30 to 40 and then they rose once the mutants were kind of baked in the, the, the um the uh price to like 60. so there was always like at more than 2x um difference e even since mutants came out and of course both projects fail apes, apes finally caught up a little bit and then they passed i remember they were had the same floor price and i bought the ape to make the next ape you know higher than CryptoPunk floor that was that was a pretty cool moment so it was always like um sort of an old school versus new school thing I, I really was excited about what the apes had to offer in terms of in terms of utility it made the crypto punks look you know less less progressive in terms of what they give back to their holders um and and every other project that came out that was profile picture real you know that was another strong thing that i liked about apes because it started this whole profile picture movement so every other project that came out that was like a profile picture related project one gave commercial rights two gave utility three yeah. roadmap too. um uh larva labs was not interested in that for crypto punks or me bits so i always thought that eventually not 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 in a price situation but just in terms of knowledge and recognition and the amount of what what you get out of your nft would be a lot more owning an ape or other project so you know fast forward to um the acquisition i you know there was rumors the day before i didn't know of anything I was just worried about, you know, we were all worried about other news, you know, was ApeCoin coming out, things like that. Um, it really caught me off guard. I was like, you know, this is, this is I didn't think it was anything that Yuga Labs would be interested in at all, um, you know, just buying a whole other company. I didn't think that Larva Labs would be wanting to sell something that's so, so historic and iconic. You know, they, they still had a high floor price pretty much the, you know, right up there underneath the apes. So, you know, obviously they weren't making any money from, from you know trading fees and stuff so maybe that was a mistake business-wise but you know i it would have been a nice flex for me to be able to say i created CryptoPunks. i thought it was you know something that you could always hold on to and use to you know advance the company in other deals or anything like that so i never thought something like that would happen and then it happened and then um of course in in fashion of the of you labs board uh, the team gave CryptoPunk and bbits holders full commercial rights so for the first time now, we're, we're pretty much all in agreement in terms of these profile picture projects um, that 
if you own the art, you should be able to make money and license it. So I thought that was a really positive, you know, direction for CryptoPunk owners. However, I did not think they would get any sort of, you know, ApeCoin because there was no way that for all these months that Yuga was planning ApeCoin that they incorporated, that they would have included um, CryptoPunk's MeBits. I feel like that was probably a faster developing issue because the rumor came out literally the day before it happened. If it was a long drawn out process that took months, the prices would have already probably, the markets probably would have already adjusted um, and rumors would have definitely leaked out. So my intuition was that um, the punks will still have the same utility as before, at least in the short term. And I noticed a lot of people buying crypto punks to raise the floor price above the apes. Um, I'm, I'm more of a go the other direction kind of guy. And it was sort of the right, you know, it was pretty much easy for me to see that when, when apes sort of like didn't change that night, I just bought an extra ape to be 38. I was like, I need, you know, you never know when ape points coming out. Let me just go buy another one. And while it's still cheap, by two days later, it was like 95 and it would have been out of my range to buy. So, um, that I saw, I saw that acquisition as like the final step in, 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 um, securing like the top position of the NFT profile picture hierarchy for, um, board apes because it was board apes or crypto punks, pretty much, you know, a competition. Now they're on the same team, but we all knew, we all know, and Yuka had emphasized that board apes are like the flagship project. Uh, and we, we sort of all kind of knew that ApeCoin was going to be just for Yuga, uh, NFT projects that Yuga made. Um, in terms of future utility for CryptoPunks and MeBits, I think, you know, they, they probably will be involved in a blockchain video game or the other side. Not sure about land sale. Like I said, that's all a mystery. Um, and so those would be, um, I think ApeCoin and all that could be used around those CryptoPunks and MeBits. Think, think, didn't you ask if uh, the land sale was going to be an ApeCoin or ETH? That was probably an earlier yep. question. I didn't answer yeah, yeah. that one. Um, I hope it's an ETH because <laughs> I have to buy ApeCoin. So that's my answer. You don't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured once you started talking about that. Well, yeah. Franklin, this, this has been great. We're, we're running out of time here. So mm -hmm. uh, we, we still got to work on our, our NFT madness bracket here. But uh, the chat loves you. I saw a couple comments earlier on um, just about how your story is just so in inspiring and how this is great. And, you know, hearing a, a success story, right? I mean, ultimately, you know, this has been a success for you, but you still are in, you still believe in the project, which, you know, I, I think is great. And we love having you on. We're definitely going to have you back on. So again, thank you for taking time, you know, out of your day to join us on the roadmap today. No problem. Yeah, I was talking to a friend today. Um, we were talking about, you know, buying Bitcoin. And when the price of apes passed Bitcoin, I didn't even like register to me that it was that expensive. But, you know, now it's probably like five or six or seven Bitcoin, maybe more, maybe eight Bitcoin to buy eight. But like you don't, you're not able to flex or grow a large following or change, you know, make money or do life changing deals by uh, bragging that you have eight Bitcoin. But if you have one ape, one out of 10,000, that's a really, you know, it opens the door to a lot. So that's just um, a use case for financial advice. Don't sell your eight Bitcoin <laughs> to get this yet. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. know, Unless you have 80 in your bank. Don't, 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 don't. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Franklin, again, such a pleasure to have you on and we will uh, talk to you soon. Thank you. You guys take care. Have a good rest of the day. See ya. Hey, all right. Well, I know the chat loved him, Brian. We're going to have him back on. We only got a couple minutes before we head to our next show. Today is the deadline um, to uh, get those picks in for the Sweet 16 of Benzinga's NFT Madness Bracket. I am dropping the link in the chat right now. I am going to go ahead and share my screen so we can pull up. I have not voted for the Sweet 16 yet. Um, I don't know if you have Brian and or Alyssa, uh, but let me go ahead and share this. And I don't know if, um, if Alyssa wants to hop on here too, and we will, uh, go through our picks. Do we have time or do you want is to Alyssa coming tomorrow? on? I don't know if she's coming on. There she is. All right. Alyssa's joining us. All right, guys, we gotta go quick. So up top, this is the sweet 16. We have, yeah, we'll just, we'll, we'll lightning round it. Yep, we have Art 
or wait, I don't think I'm to the top. I'm not to the top. Oh my top. gosh. Okay. Oh my gosh. Speaking of Board Ape, we have Board Ape Yacht Club versus Azuki. Azuki, you know, had a couple <clears throat> upsets those first couple rounds, but Board Ape, the one seed. Uh, what do you guys think? I, I, I gotta think go with Board, Board Ape. Ape but I just posted an article about Azuki flipping Board Ape in the that someone just wrote that we'll talk about tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, but uh, I, I'm still going Board Ape, but that is a really interesting topic. So stay tuned tomorrow because. It's going to be a little controversy. <laughs> Ooh, All right. Ape, though. Alyssa, Board Ape. All right. Let's yeah. see what we got. We got 70%. Okay. I kind of thought Azuki would give it a little bit of a run. How about Star Catchers versus the Doge Pound? I mean, Star Catchers upset Mebits in the first round and SVS. Doge Pound just upset NBA Top Shot. Uh, I, I got to go with the Doge Pound just because they've been on the show before and Star Catchers. I mean, we haven't talked to them yet. Doge How about you Pound. Guys? Uh, I'm going star catchers. Come on the show. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, actually. But I'm still going okay. Coach Town. <laughs> Ooh, 50, 54 to 46. That is a close one. All right. Next up we got Art Blocks, the one seed versus Robotos. Uh I formerly owned a Roboto. My kids love Robotos. I, I gotta throw my hat to Robotos. Going here. Art Blocks. Um, Alyssa, tie break. Robotos. Mm. Okay. What do we got? 56% Robotos. I'm a little surprised. Okay. Down to the bottom, we have MFers versus Lazy Lions. I mean, hey, MFers just beat Kennel Club. Uh, I, I got to support Lazy Lions and uh, Roar here. How about you, Alyssa? MFers. MFers. Oh, I like them. 64% Lazy Lions. Okay. I have a feeling they've been, they've been winning some, some big ones here. All right, then we have this is this is probably this is the, the toughest one for me out of out of all the votes so far. Cool Cats versus Mutant Ape Yacht Club. Uh, to me, the fact that I think Board Ape is going to make it to the finals, I don't know if I would want a Board Ape versus uh, Mutant Ape final. And we had Cool Cats on yesterday. I, I'm going to cool go cats. with Cool Cats here. Cool Cats. Cool. Cool, right, cool Cats will definitely beat out Mutant Ape. Do you think like, it's going to be close? Run? Yeah. What do you guys think? I Maybe. think Cool Cats. Oh, oh. 62% Cool Cats. Mm, okay, that I is know. We know our NFTs. <laughs> well, they were on the show yesterday and we told them. Maybe Evan shared it in the Discord. Yeah. Creature that World versus dude. Crypto Dads. Crypto Dads has been sharing this. So my guess is that they're in Crypto the dads. lead. I own a Crypto Dad. I got to support them. Dad for Brian. How I about Alyssa? One, but I, I, I couldn't. I was the priced dad. out. But I haven't checked their floor price now. Oh, 82% crypto. <clears throat> I think we know how that one's going to go. Again, guys, get your votes in before 9 o'clock Eastern time tonight. Last two, we have Doodles versus V Friends. This is another tough one. Um, I, I got to go with Gary V here and V Friends. Uh, I, I don't know. Just something about that project and the utility and VCon and everything it brings. How about you guys? I'm going V Friends too, but that is a very, very difficult one. That's a tough yeah, one. Alyssa. Same, same. Oh, wow. Oh, 47.53. So we got two that are tied or that are the same there. 53.47. All right. And our last one Crypto Punks versus the Sandbox. Crypto Punks has been dominating. Um, oh, I, I kind of feel like Crypto sandbox. Punks is going to make it to the final. You're saying Sandbox, sandbox Brian? How about Alyssa? Just because the use case and usability and functionality. S sandbox. I'm going monks. Oh, that is closer than I thought it would be. 58 to 42. Burr, All burr, right, burr. guys. Well, that is it. Um, let me go ahead and stop sharing my screen here. Before we go, I want to remind everyone we do have the contest. $1,000 in Ethereum we're giving away. I dropped that link in the description once again. And for anyone who missed <clears throat> yesterday's episode, that secret code that you can enter to get five additional entries is, what is cool it? cats on Benzinga. That is all one word. I have it in caps. I, I don't know if you have to have it in caps. Try it both ways. No one has told me the code doesn't work. So cool cats on Benzinga is the code. It is right there in the chat. Vinny um, wants you to win. All right. Well, we got to go. Hey, because we have a we space have, today, by the way. We, uh, oh, yes. Call, yes. Yes. A, a Twitter space. Let me get that link. Hold on. Yeah, with, we got Twitter uh, spaces all the coming up later. We're, we're going to talk to DeBunny and Moose, who were on mm -hmm. episodes last week. Um, it, it's very exciting. Come hang Myself with and us. Frank and uh, Vinny will be there. Yeah, I and I will be joining Franklin. as well. Is it 5 o'clock or 5.30, Alyssa? 5. 
five o'clock, five, 5, 5 p.m. Eastern time. There's the link in the chat. Uh, we will, I, I guess, see everyone there, but really hear everyone there later. Um, this has been great. Again, shout out to Franklin for joining us on the stream today. Um, and we'll be back tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Right now on Benzinga YouTube, we have uh, Learn How to Trade with Benzinga Pro, where they will walk mm. through how you can make some money in the stock market. And they have a special guest. Uh, who's that uh, guest on today, Alyssa? My dad. Mighty oh, Soldiers dad. Trades. Mighty Soldiers Trades himself. himself. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Cole. We love seeing him on Benzinga. So, guys, check it out. Don't go anywhere. This video will redirect to that. Take care, everyone, and we will catch you tomorrow. Don't Bye. disappoint Vinny.